The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is. The Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show, reminding you, you can email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. If you feel like hanging on hold until I'm done doing a little history, you can even call tonight. That's the kind of mood I'm in. That's how good of a mood I'm in. Remember, our single strike policy remains here on the show. Can't help it. We we tried three strikes. Then everyone figured out I'm too mean and I don't have the tolerance for that. So now it's down to one strike. We don't do baseball here. 877-377-4373. No small talk. Do try to be there when we answer. Get right to the point. Let's pause on that for a moment before we do history. Get right to the point. A lot of people struggle to tell stories, and that's fine. That's a very natural thing to struggle. It's one of those things you just get better with practice. The more stories you tell, the better off you'll be at them. But let me just tell everybody something. You know what can destroy a story? Details. And trying to make sure every the good people. See, this is why I, I'm not bad at storytelling because I'm a bad person. Good people struggle with storytelling. You know why? They obsess about being perfect on every little thing. So this is how they'll tell a story about uh, getting robbed at knife point yesterday. That should be an interesting story, right? Robbed at knife point. They'll uh, they'll say, 
Jesse, so I was leaving McDonald's at 1.30 yesterday. Wait, no. No, I had picked up the kids at 1.30, so I couldn't have gotten to McDonald's at 1.30. Oh, my gosh, you're ruining it already. Just say 1.30 and go, all right? Get to the point. 877-377-4373. Now let's do a little rewind. Not yesterday, not earlier, not with Matt Gates bouncing Kevin McCarthy from Speaker of the House. Let's rewind 30 years ago today. That is, today is the anniversary of Operation Gothic Serpent. Operation Gothic Serpent. And in honor of our our men who died there, I just thought it would be nice to do a little bit of background on it. Most people, because of the movie Black Hawk Down or the book Black Hawk Down, they get the general high points. I'm not going to go over the mission and the Blackhawks and the things like that right now. Just, we have too much other stuff I want to get to tonight. But I did think the background would be, would be something a lot of people don't get. Okay, so let's go to Somalia. Then and now, Somalia is a dump. Uh, there are places in the world... Do you believe in curses? Because I do believe in curses. And there are places in the world I think are cursed. I'm not telling you they're cursed, but there are places where there's just always something horrible happening. Haiti. You know, Haiti's a great example. Haiti was that horrible slave colony of the French. So the French had this horrible slave colony in Haiti. And then there was this massive slave revolt that was terrible. The slavery was the, like the worst slavery. It was, it was equal to some of the worst slavery I've heard in my lifetime, the thing they did to the slaves, the things they did to the slaves in Haiti. But then the slave revolt was horrible too, and the torture and the death. And eventually, boom, they went independent, whatever the case may be. And now, that was a long, long time ago. And that country... Natural disaster after natural disaster after dis- I'm convinced there's just, there's a curse on it. Somalia, there's a curse on it. Uh, as long as I've been alive, it's been a dump. And it shouldn't be a dump. Right there, coastal place. It's got some ability. It's a dump. And they descended into civil war back then. For everyone who longs for a civil war today, might want to pay attention to this. They, they descended into a horrible civil war back then. And civil wars... They will almost always, they almost always seem to be fought with food as well as bullets. We did it with our own civil war in this country, in a way. You know, Sherman's March to the Atlantic? What was that about? Why did Sherman march a big Union army down through the South, tailing up railroad, tearing up railroad ties and burning down buildings? Burning up farms? He's trying to starve them to death. I know it's ugly. We don't like to talk about that part. Your history teacher certainly never brings that up. We're starving Southerners to death, families and whatnot. And I'm not even insulting Sherman. That's just, that's how civil wars go. They began starving each other to death in Somalia. It was really, really bad. And the famine got really, really bad. The famine in Somalia, whenever there's a famine, oftentimes famine hits the countryside first. And so the people in the countryside tend to flock into the cities. This took place in Somalia. Horrible famine. People began to flock into into Mogadishu. Mogadishu is a big, was already a big, sprawling place. It got bigger and more sprawling. Now, picture this scenario. Again, this is the Jesse Kelly Show. I swear we talk politics here. We're doing some history. Picture this scenario. You have a country that's already poor, already under civil war. Then you have 
people who are poor and have lived like this for a long time. So you have desperate, disadvantaged people. There are all kinds of violent people in this society, and they all get mashed into this gigantic city. It gets so ugly. And this is a nation. Remember, the history of your nation, a little bit of that DNA tends to stay with you for a long time. Like here in America, what's that look like? Guns. Americans love guns. We do. We own so many of them. Why? That's just part of our DNA. It was part of our founding. We love guns. Americans do guns. In Somalia, they do clans and clan warfare. This clan hates this clan. That clan hates that clan. This clan kind of hates this clan, but really hates this clan. And they just kill each other forever. And food becomes a weapon for clan on clan violence. And it's really, really ugly. And this also comes about at a time when George H.W. Bush is president, but we're kind of transitioning into Bill Clinton being president. And the United Nations is trying to make a good name for itself, I should say. Trying to make a good name for itself. And, well, the UN's watching the situation. And eventually they start getting involved because they're worried about the starvation. The idea behind the UN, remember... This took place with Stalin and and Churchill and all these guys at the end of World War II. The UN, the idea behind it is, hey, there's no more genocide on this planet. No more of this big, nasty stuff. We, the United Nations, will step in and stop it. Of course, they've never done anything like that. They screw everything up, but they're monitoring the situation. At some point, a gigantic group of Pakistanis who are there to, quote, help, handing out food, trying to help people, security, They are attacked in the streets. And it's more than just being attacked. It's more than just a sniper's bullet from a window. Not that that can't kill you the same as anything else. They attack these Pakistanis. And I won't get into the details. There are a bunch of kids listening. We've already gotten a little ugly already tonight. So I'm not going to do that again. It's an ugly scene dragging through the streets and stuff. It's it's a scene that looks similar to the clan-on-clan violence the Somalis have gotten used to in that nation. It's really, really bad. The Pakistanis get attacked. Uh-oh, now this incident just became a bigger international incident with international implications, which brings us to how we got involved. All of a sudden, America decides, okay, I can see we got a problem here. We're getting involved, but not that involved. You see, we wanted to get involved. George H.W. Bush wanted to get involved. Hey, we're getting involved. And then Bill Clinton takes over and he doesn't want to get that involved. He wants to get involved, but he wants the United Nations to kind of take over. But this is where nations, this is where a coalition of nations and a coalition of politicians oftentimes will screw things up. They will screw things up because there's nothing more dangerous than a half-open door. I will explain the rest of this background, and then we are going to get to your phone calls and other things tonight. 877-377-4373. Stuff to get to missing recruiting goals and social wars and all kinds of stuff. But first, let us talk about putting our money where our morals are with our cell phones. I love talking about putting your money where your morals are when it comes to your mobile service because that's the easiest one. 
the truth is there are many ways where it's virtually impossible for us to put our money where our morals are. We're just kind of too surrounded. But for mobile service, it's right there. It's right in front of us. Pure Talk, when they're providing you the same 5G network as one of the big guys, incredible service. You get to speak with a customer service agent who's an American who speaks English and your bill goes down. And we're talking a patriotic company whose CEO is the veteran. We just don't have, they're just, there's not a good reason to not switch. And I realize that's a double negative, but I went to community college. Pick up your phone. It takes 10 minutes on the phone. It's cake. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. We'll be back. Jesse Kelly returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly show. And remember, if you miss any part of this show, you can download it on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. And on that note, before I get back to this uh, story here about the, the, the history story, I had no idea the opening of last night's show would be so popular. I got so mad. That's probably almost as mad as I've ever been on the show. I was just irate. I, I, I could feel how red my face got. And I thought you were going to hate it. I hated it. I felt just gross. I was so upset. And we showed up to 8,000 emails. If you want to hear that opening, for whatever reason, iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes, just go download the hour one podcast of last night's show. All right. And I'll get to your calls here in a minute. 877-377-4373. Although that's not going to do you any good calling that because the lines have been filled forever. So just hang on a second. All right, let's finish this Operation Gothic Serpent. Gosh, that's so sick. All right. So this is the background on this is a 30-year anniversary of the Black Hawk Down stuff. Pakistanis get dragged through the streets. America decides they want to get involved, but not too involved. And this is what I hate. I hate half measures. I hate half-open doors, as I call them. Very difficult to hurt yourself on a closed door. You can see it's closed. Very difficult to hurt yourself on an open door. You just walk right through it. Half-open, though? Walk right into that ledge you can barely see? That's a good way to split your forehead open. Well, that's, of course, what we do in Somalia. We decide to limit our troop number to 450. Did you know that? And here's what's crazy about this. The militia we're facing, you should know, two to 3,000. They still don't know, but two to 3,000 man-strong militia. We send 450 people over, but it's a hard cap at 450 people. That's not 450 shooters. You see, there are many different jobs in the military. If you're going to have, let's say, helos, which obviously they had over there, the big ones, the little ones, and everything in between. You not only need the pilots, you need the crew. You need people who can service and maintain those. You need administrative people. You need drivers. You need That's not 450 shooters. It's mainly Rangers and Delta Force guys. And there aren't enough of them. Not near. So, of course, we don't send enough guys. And then we get over there. And we have to find this warlord. Adid is his name. Well... It's difficult to find the warlord. Would you like to know why it was difficult to find a deed? Well, as soon as we got there with our people, we went to our source and said, Hey, you know how to find a deed? And he didn't answer. You know why he didn't answer? Because he was playing a game of Russian roulette the night before we arrived. And he lost. I'm not making that up. That's a true story. Go look that up. 
Played a game of Russian roulette. I have no idea why anybody would play that game. He lost. Um, they're still picking his brains up off the ground. And now we have no sources there. So we don't even know where Adid is. We have to try to dig through it. Finally, we start going out on missions over there. Not to grab Adid. We're looking for him. We don't know where he is. We're, we're shutting down a radio station that he's using. We're grabbing his lieutenants. And the Black Hawk Down story is not a story where they were trying to grab Adid. They were trying to grab a couple of his lieutenants. We send our guys out that day. And I need to clarify one last thing before I wrap this up because we're done with this story. You know the rest. Go watch the movie if you'd like it. Rangers versus Delta. I, I, I realize the military types will mostly know this, but here's what you should need. To, here's what you need to know, in my opinion. I am not a super ninja special forces type and not qualified to speak on what the real, real, real legends like that do, but I do know a bunch. The Delta Force guys are thought of quietly as the best there are. They're always comparing who's better, this or this. Delta Force guys are the best there are at what they do. Now, what is it they do? Delta Force guys kick in doors. And they kill people and they kidnap people. And so when you, when you need a trigger pulled, you need a house cleared. You need, there's no, they're the best in the world, man. They are the best and they're quiet pros too. I love, they're just incredible. I love Delta force guys. I'm a huge, I'm a fan of those and I'm not a fan of really anybody. I like the quiet way they do their business. Now, why would they have Rangers along? Rangers are studs too. different mission, but studs too. Rangers their job is to set up outside of these buildings while the Delta Force guys are inside the buildings, clearing rooms, grabbing people, putting, putting caps in people's faces. These Rangers, it's their job to make sure the Delta Force guys don't get swarmed on the inside. So you have these stud Rangers, they fast rope out of these helos, secure an area outside of the buildings, then go in. Some things you don't see in the movies and whatnot, our, our intel was so bad. Again, back to the Russian roulette story. Our intel was so bad. Our Delta Force guys, on the day they went out for Black Hawk Down, cleared several houses before they got to the right one because they didn't know where the right one was. They're just out there clearing, basically, residential homes. <laughs> Looking around like, well, I don't, uh, I don't think he's here. Let's move. They're just moving on. And the day goes south from there. It is a really great book. I'm sorry to be that guy. I would recommend the book, but it's a great movie too. Just watch the movie. Either way, this is the 30-year anniversary of Operation Gothic Serpent. And I just thought a little background that most people don't know. I thought it might be an interesting little tidbit and a way to break up what's been a wild day, right? We just lost the Speaker of the House like two hours ago. Now, it's your turn. Are you ready for this? No small talk. Get right to the point. No small talk and get right to the point. Once the lines start clearing out, I'll give out the number again. They're all they're all full right now, but we are going to dig into all these things. Jesse, this guy basically complains. Well, he's not he's not mad. He's not complaining. He said, "I understand you're focusing on radio and TV, but." What's up with your tweeting being down? Wants me to tweet more. Wants to know why I'm uh, not on social media. Stuff like that. Well, I am. I, I do get on social media on occasion. I've pretty much deleted Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. I still have Twitter. I'll go days without being on there or posting on there. I, I understand that you want more of it. But I just don't personally see a benefit in more of it. When I have things to say, 
by the grace of God, been given this platform. I'm on the first TV every night at 9 p.m. Eastern time. I say it there. What, what do I get out of social media versus saying it here? Why be there? What does it add to me? Right? So that's all. All right. It is time to get to you, and we'll deal with all this stuff in a moment. Now, speaking of super ninja types, what do they train with? How do they train? Well, they train hard, and they train a lot. And did you know they dry fire train more than you can imagine? Look, even in the Marines, I was a basic infantryman, a grunt. You cannot comprehend how much time we spent dry fire practicing. That's why I want you to get a Mantis X. Because Mantis X, it doesn't just allow you to dry fire practice in the comfort of your home. You will get good because it's giving you feedback as you dry fire practice. It can tell what's going on. It will fix your shot and put you through drills. You and your family, you might find yourselves having fun competing with each other in various games, watching your score go up, being faster and deadlier in a society that is getting more and more dangerous by the day. Go get one, man. It's how the Marines train. They train with Mantis X. Go get one. MantisX.com. You don't just magically become good. You will train or you suck. It's that simple. MantisX.com. Your calls. Next. You're listening to the Oracle. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe... Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I can't believe you said the bagpipes were too heavy in this song, Chris. They're not too heavy. I like bagpipes. But then again, I do have Irish background. I say that because my name is Kelly. Obviously, it's very obvious we're Irish, but we never... I mean, I don't know anything about that. I, I don't know. I don't know where in the old country we came from, but maybe that's why I care for bagpipes. Do you people not use bagpipes in any of your music or anything like that, Chris? Not that you can recall. Not kosher or something. What? Uh, not just anyone. Look, I don't know how to play them either. I'm not passing judgment on you. I just don't know how to play it either. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's find out from you. Now remember, there is a one-strike policy. I have a bunch of other stuff I want to get to. We have shifted to a one-strike policy. I don't care what it is. Just get to it quickly. Luke, Denver, go. Oracle, there's a DJ in the morning that uses your stuff all the time, and he has never given you credit. Uses your stories per... Go ahead, go ahead. All the time. Well, he's a smart man. Look, Look, I would... If I was a radio host, I would emulate me. What, Chris? I would. Listen, <laughs> I don't even know who else I would look to but me if I wanted some material for the radio. I, I, look, I've, I, honestly, thank you for uh, thank you for giving me a heads up. And I've, I, we get these emails all the time and, and calls like that all the time. Hey, this guy is saying all your stuff. This, this different guy is saying all your stuff. And I get that. I have never, ever, ever stressed about anybody ripping off something I said or whatnot. I bless you to it. If that's what you need to do a show, go for it. I'll have different stuff tomorrow. You can rip that off too. It doesn't matter to me. I take it totally as flattery. I'm never offended in the least. Knock yourself out, buddy. I hope you have a great show and a great day. I hope you treat your old lady to some red lobster on me. <laughs> anyway, let's keep on going. Tom, New York, go. How you doing, Jesse? Um, I'm really PO'd right now after hearing about McCarthy getting ousted. Um, I hope these clowns have a, a plan B in charge. And I was very shocked driving home uh, after hearing the Oracle say, I don't know, three times before how it's going to ha- end up. You know everything. Hey, Chris. Uh, I do. Okay, Tom, let me ask you a couple of things. One, I don't know everything, but let me ask you a couple of things. As you know, I'm not, not jumping you. I'm really, I really just want to talk about this. 
You're PO'd about the McCarthy thing. I have a lot. I've heard a lot of that right now. What about it has you mad specifically? Because I don't think they have a game plan going forward and who's going to be the next Speaker of the House. And we're just giving oxygen to the uh, communists. Okay. I don't disagree with you there. I believe... I don't disagree at all. I think Gates has no plan. I think Republicans have no plan. I I agree with you 100%. There is no plan going forward. But I'm going to ask again, why should I care? Why do you care? And here's the reason I asked, Tom, and I'll let you answer the question. I don't mean to talk over you, but... When I think about, oh, no, we don't have a speaker. Oh, what if the next speaker sucks? Well, what's the next speaker going to do? Fund everything Democrats love? This speaker just got done doing that. What am I supposed to fear about the next speaker? That's what I'm saying, Tom. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, we just, the Republicans have to come together. I mean, just like the Democrats, they vote in line with everything that their party does. I'm surrounded here in New York by morons like Schumer, AOC. Uh, you know, that does suck being stuck in New York. Joaquin, Pennsylvania, go. Hey, Jesse Kelly, listen, that was righteous indignation, and I love the bagpipes, too, and I think that's the only rock and roll song with them. Um, I wanted to make a point about the communists, but I got a fun question for you. If you had to choose between just three, Chris Christie, Mike Pence, or Vivek Ramaswamy, who would you pick? I would pick Vivek. Oh, gosh. Chris Christie... Mike Pence or Vivek? Golly, that's that. Those choices suck, Joaquin. I, I guess Vivek. Vivek? I say Vivek all day. I don't really think that even is a choice. Look again. Sometimes choices are ugly. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. We finally cleared some outs. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. Chris Denver, go. Temper by brother Jesse. Um, well, the first guy took my question, but uh, would you ever consider running for office again? No, I don't have any desire to be a member of Congress. I don't want to be a senator. I don't want to be the president of the United States of America. If you gave me that rule, if you offered to hand me the presidency, I would outright refuse it. Not because I'm in love with my life now, although I am. I would refuse it because I believe the things that are necessary to fix this nation. If you were going to fix this, uh, hold on, let me clarify. If you're going to fix this nation from D.C., if you're going to fix it from the federal government, I don't believe the powers of the presidency are vast enough to allow you to do that. I will accept only a temporary dictatorship of five years. At the end of that time, not only do I need five years, I need a 500-man personal protection unit of my choosing, whoever I want. They will be in charge of my safe, uh, uh, safekeeping, if you will. And they will also be in charge of, uh, how do we put this, rounding up, rounding up some people who may be causing some problems out there. They, that's where my 500-year unit would, five-year five unit would be, 500-man unit would be. I'm not even close to kidding. I will accept a temporary dictatorship because that's what it would take to get this country back on track if you're going to fix it from D.C. Since we're not going to get that, and since we really don't want that, why don't we just focus locally instead? We can either hope for a dictator that's going to come in and fix everything in a way that's going to make you real uncomfortable, or we can get off our butts and go take back some state legislatures and school boards and sheriff's office and DAs and other things like that. And 
there's another reason. It's not just that I only want to be a dictator. It's not, it's not that. I, I understand who I am and what I like and what I believe in, and I understand that it is not popular. I know that. Uh, my views on things, you may like them. I'm sure you disagree with me on a bunch of stuff, and obviously that's fine. I'm glad. Hopefully you think for yourself. But my views are wildly out of touch with the regular American now. And you can say, yeah, Jesse, the regular American's wrong. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm right and they're wrong. Maybe that is the way it is. That's certainly how I feel, obviously. Maybe I'm right and all of them are wrong. But that doesn't change the fact. You know what? Here, this is a great example. Let me explain. Uh, headline. I've got it. I was going to talk about it later. We'll talk about it briefly now before I get back to the calls. Almost half of U.S. adults plan to get a new COVID vaccine, a survey finds. Almost half. Okay. If you're somebody who was pressured into getting that early, you're never going to get judgment out of me. If you're somebody who felt like it was safety for you and your family, you're never going to get judgment. You're never going to get judgment out of me if you're somebody who succumbed to a pressure camp, the largest propaganda campaign in history. If you succumb to that, if, no judgment here. That's the largest propaganda campaign in human history. But here we are in October of 2023. All the information is available now. We know it all. Even the CDC is admitting things like this wears off in like 15 minutes. The protection's minimal. It doesn't stop the spread. Like we know, we know all this stuff. We know about the side effects they're even being forced to admit now. I don't have any desire to represent people who think like this. Does that make me a bad person? It really might be. But I watched COVID. And I watched how many of my, quote, countrymen turned into tyrants and turned into sheep. And you know one of the reasons I get so passionate behind the microphone? It's because of the emails you send in to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I get your stories, your hardship, your great things, your concerns. And it inspires me to fight for you as hard as I possibly can, in whatever way I can, as a radio host, right? In whatever way I can, and inspires me to fight for you as hard as I can. That's why I get passionate. When I look at the general American citizen, though, Normie Norm and Norma, I know this probably makes me a bad person. I'm not inspired to fight for them or even mildly inconvenience myself on their behalf. You, you know, the person who wants a good country again, I'll do whatever I can for you. Normally, Norm, I'm sorry, man. I, I just don't consider you worth my time. Is that mean? Probably. A little bit, Chris. Sorry. I, sorry. It, it's how I feel. I care about you. I don't care about them. That's all there is to it. All right. We'll get back to more of these. Hang on. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I feel like my voice is extra, extra deep tonight. I don't know. Sometimes, no, I'm not smoking, Chris. I just feel like sometimes, I, no, I'm not drinking either. I don't know what's water. I, I, I just feel like sometimes I get sultrier and sultrier. But what, Chris? By the day. <laughs> it is the Jesse Kelly Show. Oh, wait. We have even more breaking news. It's journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, Jesse. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. 
Kevin McCarthy has announced he is no longer seeking the speakership. He is actually speaking as we speak. We're going to gra- uh, gather some of that sound for you. Probably open up next hour with some of that sound. Okay. No, not right now. Chris, it's fine. What's he saying? Not saying anything important. He's announcing he's not running for speaker again. But anyway, that's all there is to it. Kevin McCarthy's not coming back. And uh, I'll get to the calls here in a second. Actually, I finally, <laughs> finally got some lines open up. Sorry. Look, I'm very, very popular. We're extremely popular and important. 877-377-4373. I understand. I understand that this stuff, it's really chaotic and it's wild. But we've talked about this already. It's going to be chaotic and wild for a while now. For a while. For a long while. And maybe we should, all of us, be a little bit happy that finally... No matter where you stand, even if you're nervous, even if you hate Gates and all that, and all that stuff's fine. Maybe we should be happy that somebody in the establishment got stung a little bit. Some teeth came out. Matt Gates is a young congressman. He just took out the Speaker of the House of Representatives. He just took him out politically. Now, you can hate Gates for that, and that's fine. That's a reasonable position to hate Gates. But here's the thing. Have you ever known somebody, and hopefully you're not in this, but I know that you might be, but have you ever known somebody in a terrible relationship or maybe even a relationship that was uh, abusive or borderline abusive? And I hope you've never experienced anything like that, just as bad as it gets. But have you ever, in fact, you ever had a buddy, a guy buddy of yours, whose girlfriend was horrible to him? She was horrible to him. I'm going somewhere with this. Stay with me. And every time you're together, you're with him when he's with her. You hate her more and more. She's just nagging at him all the time. She cheats on him all the time. Spends all his money. Treats him like crap. Only he's been with her for years. Three, four, five years. And she comes back every time begging, please take me back, sweet. I'll give you more smooches. I'm so sorry. And he takes her back again and again and again and again and again and again and again. Well... This is what happens in a relationship, in a situation like that, oftentimes. The lady who's doing the abusing, in this case it would be the GOP, they kind of get used to being able to get away with anything they want to get away with. She wants to spend all his money, she can. Wants to slash his tires, she can. Wants to sleep with his brother, she can. He always takes her back. And then one day your buddy has had enough. And she shows up after work and all of her clothes are on the front lawn and she's gone. And he calls you up and he says, hey, man, she's gone for good. I'm done. The GOP has gotten used to being able to get by trying to give us a little promise here, a little promise there, just like McCarthy did many, many, many times, just like McCarthy did many times. You trust us, hold us accountable on that very first day that we're sworn in you'll see that it all changes. Because on our very first bill, we're going to repeal 87,000 IRS agents. That was back in January. And for the longest time, for my whole life, the establishment GOP has gotten used to getting up in front of us and saying, hey, you're mad about this? Just give me power and I'll take care of it for you. And we've said, yes, go take care of it for us. And then they go and they do nothing. And we've said, no, dang it. That sucks. And then they stay in power. 
That's how it has gone for 42 years of my lifetime. They make a promise. They break upon a promise. They stay right where they are. This is the first time in my 42 years, I believe that I can remember, I've seen such a drastic example of making a promise, breaking a promise, and then feeling a sting for it. Eventually, we were going to bite back. The GOP base was always going to bite back. You can like how this bite looked or not, but this is what the future looks like. There'll be a lot more things like this as the right eventually develops teeth, as we're beginning to develop now. Tony, Tennessee, go. I have no idea why I shouted your name. That shouldn't have happened. Go, Tony. Hey, Double Dog. Um, the 30th anniversary of Black Hawk Down is the 30th anniversary of the worst presidential decision ever uh, in the 90s because Bill Clinton was spineless and ballless and didn't want to get his hands dirty mm-hmm. after he took the job. People died because he didn't do his job. Plain and simple. I can't. I don't like the movie because everybody says, oh, it's such a great movie. No, it's a travesty in what our politicians have done to us for ages. They did it to us in Afghanistan. Thank you, Joe. They did it to us in Iraq. Yada, yada, yada. It's repetition. And if people don't realize that, uh, as you say, the establishment GOP or the Democrats, they're all WWF. They all nope. plan it. They're nope. all in it together. You know, I'm not going to argue with any of that, Tony. It was as, as I mentioned, our guys were undermanned, severely undermanned, undersupported, all for appearances sake, all for politics, all for appearances sake. It's look, what's that old saying? War is old men talking and young men dying. That's how it always goes. We still have an hour. Speaking of war, Air Force ain't hitting recruiting numbers. We have your calls. We have Latinas and more. Hang on. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.